0: the brian and jen podcast she is the heartbreaker Ooh, thanks uh broadcasting the lovely and talented jennifer horn oh i've
1: broken a few knees in my time and he i breaks the radio mold i
0: break ears
1: (laughs) you do break a few ears our lovable liberal brian whitman
0: thank you so great to see you as
1: always brian and jen podcast from a safe distance
0: we are social distancing now. I know That's going to
1: be our new relationship status. I think.
0: I think it's fantastic. I think more marriages would work if people did social distancing if they practiced it.
1: Honey, stay six feet away.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, I said that to two of my wives, and so they said it didn't work out. <laughs> Donald, six feet. But you notice never anything because you know there's one apparently one civil freedom that the government still recognizes your your, wife, your right to have. A spouse.
1: Yeah. They haven't socially distanced you yet from your spouse. Right. From, Give them time. From
0: building a family or anything. Right. Right. That's next.
1: Give them time. A you whistle never will know. blow.
0: Hello. I'm referee Donald Trump. I believe you're trying to get to first base. <laughs> or umpire Trump. Ew. I know it's gross, right? But social distancing is exactly what the guy at the bank Friday, last week, payday, did not do for me. What happened? I went over to the bank mm-hmm. right after the show because there's money in there. It's essential. It was an es- essential business. Of course. I had to get my essential money from the essential bank. And we put can't
1: it- shut down the banks. If yep. you want to see people lose their mind. That's it. That's how you do it.
0: I had to put the essential money in my essential pocket mm-hmm. and essentially go buy my essential Doritos.
1: Your essentials. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: So I go down to the bank and I walk in. So now imagine it's like. 9 o'clock, 9.30. The show ends at 9 that we do in Los Angeles.
1: So Sandra.
0: it was about 9.02.30? It was about 9.01, actually. <laughs> the show ends, and it's Feet Don't what? Fail Me Now. Where's – hey,
1: there he goes. – COVID-19. Ooh,
0: meet I went to the bank, and I walked in again right after 9 o'clock, probably 9.30 realistically, yep. and I was shocked. 9.30 Friday morning at a bank. Payday is – Sometimes, Jen, twenty people. Oh yeah,
1: line out the door. Try nighttime. Try five o'clock on a bank night, a Friday night at a bank. Trying place. to squeeze in before oh, the. Yeah, before lo- the weekend. And
0: they do lock the place up. You can't get. You know they put the money in vaults.
1: <laughs> really? Did you discover
0: that? I went over there. I said, "I have a check. It's for twenty-two dollars from a." Voice- As I
1: tunneled in, can
0: you believe it? <laughs> in t- uh, I, uh, twenty-two dollars, a voiceover I did for um, IBM in nineteen eighty-six.
1: I need that money. You have it in a vault. It's in a vault.
0: So I go to the bank. Shocker of all shockers, I open the door, all the tellers are there, they're wearing the gloves and they're all COVID-19 compliant following all the safety precautions and things like that. Only two customers, excuse me, I stand corrected. Only one customer was in front of you.
1: All right. So you have one person in front of you.
0: I become the second customer. Yep,
1: and you gave them some space, I'm hoping, right? Absolutely. Okay.
0: I, I understand social distancing. Yeah, six I've been feet. doing it for 47 years. <laughs> to how You work. live
1: your life, right. actually.
0: So this woman, is she's next in the – as we would say, as Seb Gorka would say, across the pond, she was next in queue. And then mm-hmm. I will cross you. Seb, please. That's intimidating. So I am behind her. I actually – do six feet, and then I even turn a little bit toward the main wait, yeah. waiting area. Yeah, you're
1: not breathing all over her. She's in
0: the, at the on-ramp. That's you know. kind. I give her more than six feet. Right. I'm thinking, I'm a patriot. hmm Here comes this guy through the doors of the bank, and he didn't I, – I just must say you don't judge a book by its cover, but sometimes I think you can. He, oh, I think that's very true. You do, right?
1: So did he give mm. you the six feet that you were giving the woman in front of you? Mm.
0: When he came in, I thought to myself, uh, oh, looky here, tellers and bank staff. Looks like we have an account holder who doesn't watch a lot of news. Uh -uh. Mm.
1: So he was right up behind you.
0: Right behind me. And I understand this move at the bank. But not in these well, terrible- not under. yeah because no. you don't
1: want anyone to get in front of you i get it there gotta be
0: six feet even trump said to the reporters i see your social distancing which is great but you really shouldn't have anybody yeah because
1: you. the white house pre- in the white house press court right. there's actually a case of coronavirus oh, so uh, what a terrible they're thing. spreading it all around
0: it's so terrible it, uh, obviously and honestly it's just the worst and we have so much information and it's just overwhelming the way it's impacting daily life. so the mm-hmm familiar move at the bank when we don't have a pandemic to deal with if the line is really long and the person in front of you takes like three steps forward mm-hmm. what do you do you, what you take those three slides.
1: steps right behind yeah you. i get that
0: real estate because it brings you closer to your benjamins behind the glass
1: now the guy didn't sneeze on you right
0: oh gosh no i wouldn't be here I would okay, be, inside, I'd be self-quarantined.
1: All right, because I worry. I wonder – as much as I know that you self-quarantine under general circumstances – I was self I – self- I don't know. I'm sharing a room with you, so I don't know oh, yes. how much you're self-quarantining under normal circumstances away from me.
0: I self-quarantined before self-quarantining was cool. All
1: right, so you're not getting sneezed on. You promise.
0: No, but the guy walks up, and he's way too close. I want it to go like this.
1: Ah! Ah! <laughs> Turn on the radio, listen to Brian
0: Jen podcast, get away. I don't know if you have anything. Quite frankly, I don't know if I have it. Did he move? He didn't. I moved because he was too close.
1: Yeah, but do, and, and I, you didn't say anything.
0: I told you, right, because I told you about all that space right. that responsible Brian, the lovable liberal, had left between me and the other lady. Right. So I had some room. So I take two steps to my left, always moving to the left. You understand?
1: Always. Trust me, I can't break you of that.
0: I look down at the floor because I can't look at this guy in the face because I'm going to say something that would be impolite. I see his feet take the same two steps in my direction. I'm going, I can't win with this guy. <laughs> He's following me you around. You should have said something. I was about to go, sir, sir. I move one more time and he, and he was filling out something at the you know, little – they have the paper the slips. And so I don't know if he even saw me yeah. move. But if he moved again, I was going to look at him and say, sir. Are you aware of a global pandemic? Let me give you two names: coronavirus. You might know it as COVID nineteen, or you might know it as a dry cough and a fever.
1: I probably would have looked at him and said, "Can you believe these new restrictions?" And then I would have just moved forward.
0: I should have done this. That,
1: you know, nice.
0: Can you believe the government says you shouldn't be this? <coughs>
1: <Close>. <coughs> Someone Excuse got arrested me. for doing that, by the way, Ooh, so, uh, for I- pretending to cough Ed- on somebody. It was a young person who – Well, uh, these
0: millennials are not very
1: bad. Yeah. Well, the, Well, you know, it's yes and no.
0: Oh, Gen Z. The Gen
1: Zers – I'm are X. I'm X. You're your X. I'm X. X. I'm on the borderline of X, a millennial. Our producer, Katie's a millennial, I who, think, right?
0: But and who's Gen, Y? But y is X or Y is millennial? Y
1: is millennial. But then there's the, the Gen Z, right? Gen Z after that.
0: Gen Y is also called Gen My for my phones. Is that not true? I believe that is true. I'm
1: Gen H. I'm Gen Horn.
0: <laughs> Who am I? Why am I here? Who's on first? Admiral James Stockdale. The point is – 1992, vice presidential candidate debate.
1: Have you noticed that young people, I think, are actually taking this more seriously than older people? I think
0: – this is what's wonderful about working with you all the time. We We have – Jennifer and I do the radio show in Los Angeles. We do the Brian and Jem podcast, and we own 17 different retail outlets across North America. Come and
1: see us for all your carpet needs. We
0: work together all Just day. kidding. We I don't love- own,
1: a, own a carpet store. But we could. We could.
0: Not. I couldn't, certainly. She'd have to own it, and I could work there. Here's the thing. I love talking to you because you ask these great questions. I totally believe the opposite of what you just said. Early on, and it's early on, my goodness, you think of other pandemics, epidemics. AIDS, HIV, it's 40 years, you know, and you, so it's early on, my goodness, I certainly hope it's almost over, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I saw millennial people being very... Um, feeling invincible. And that comes with youth, I think. Yeah, well, okay. But then when we saw the story just a couple of days ago about the high number of millennials, bless them in the ICU units and hospitals across America, I think that was, it was a wake up call for me.
1: Well, a lot of millennials smoke, a lot of them vape, and they're at a higher risk than people who don't do that. So certainly, yes, over 50, I think 50% was the number of people in the ICU for coronavirus were under Forty. The reason I say this is yes, we've all seen horror stories on the news. We've all seen the images from Florida where the governors had to shut down the beaches. We've had it happen here in California because young people are going out, they're trying to celebrate spring break and they're not they're not heeding the rules. But by and large, in my life, and I'm using just my own experience in in my workplaces, and I have a few of them, that the younger people are the ones who are more willing to go home, follow the rules and shelter in place. It's the older ones well, that- and I'm looking you, Donald Prager. I'm looking at you so. Some- our colleagues around here.
0: You're looking saying, at me for what, 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 what? Are you looking at Dennis Prager. For? Well,
1: who just say is it really worth all of this? And even the president has I started say to say that. You I, know, I, I is it that. worth shutting down the whole country to try to flatten a curve that we don't even know we're going to be able to flatten? And so I think there maybe if if this is an age thing or if there is some component, what I'm noticing is that young people are more trusting of the government, well, and older people are questioning all of these restrictions a little more.
0: I think that's a very accurate way you to re- to respond what might be their perspective but it's also a very polite way to say it younger people have more to live for they oh whole, stop
1: it that's no, not what i was getting well absolutely at. it is so what would. it is no, no. I, I don't, I, look it might not be what everybody you everybody has something to live for it might
0: not be what you were getting at it's certainly what i'm getting at younger people have a lot to live for they have a whole life in front of me get up there in years you know i am People don't know it that I'm 87. You know, they hear me, they think he's. Give not, or take a day. Give or take 40 <laughs> years. But as you get older, you do see the clock on the wall waits for nobody. You've heard the phrase, and suddenly you're not the youngest guy at the radio station anymore. And, you know, look, it's true. Yeah. We talked on a Brian and Jen podcast previously about depression among retired people. And radio people. And radio people (laughs) who do podcasts on (laughs) SebGorka.com. What, Seb, what is the thing? And I will cross you. Uh, Also, of course. He'll
1: break break you of that depression.
0: Apple Podcasts. And, of course, Spotify is a great place. So social distancing became a thing that the administration realized, I guess, one day last week. People are not getting it. And here in California, where Jen and I do the Brian and Jen podcast – the mayor, Eric Garcetti, came to a podium just a couple of nights ago and said, hold on, you're not doing enough. Right. Get away from each other.
1: A lot of personal freedoms are being taken away.
0: Governor Gavin Newsom said, all 40 million of you, don't leave the house. Mm-hmm. I thought, what? No, this is winning. <laughs> I thought, I don't ever anyway. So let me just pass the Twinkies. So here's WhiteHouse.gov. A PSA from Dr. Anthony Fauci, who is a renowned immunologist, and I think we talked about him last time. He did a lot of work on HIV-AIDS, significant research in the 80s. He's the White House coordinator for the COVID-19 response. He did a PSA 60-second commercial, if you will, uh, explaining social distancing. So we, in our effort to cooperate and try to really – who doesn't want to flatten the curve? Here's all the you need to know, the full 411 on social distancing – Dr. Anthony Fauci, Brian and Jen Podcast. Social distancing is really physical separation of people where in circumstances where there are crowds, you, you remove yourself from very close contact.
1: This is what we refer to when we ask people to say at least six feet apart. And you may say, why six feet apart? Because there's been a lot of scientific evidence with respiratory diseases is that's how far your droplets can go when you sneeze or cough.
0: Stay at home if possible. Uh, Don't go out on any unnecessary travel or trips. And to make sure you're staying away from crowded places like movie theaters and concerts. You can actually socially distance yourself from your workplace by doing teleworking. You can socially distance yourself from people in social settings by not going to bars, not going to restaurants, not going to theaters where there are a lot of people. It all just means physical separation so that you have a space between you and others who might actually be infected or infect you. That's a public service announcement from the White House on social distancing from Dr. Anthony Fauci. It sounds all fine and good. You can avoid, you know, interact. you can not go to theaters, crowded theaters. What what he leaves out, of course, is a troubling thing for people who are not infected, and bless those who are not, I have not been tested. For those who are dealing with illness and death and sickness, it's altogether something different. But for the average typical person, What he left out was, yeah, don't go to a theater. Because you can't because right. we closed them.
1: And uh, that's uh, I think the very real reality for people all across the country is that more and more is closing down, which is putting a huge impact and financial burden on small businesses, on medium and large size businesses. Entire industries are just being shut down because there's no there's no audience for them, first of all. And then secondly, you've got the government saying you can't be open because we can't have congregating of people. And so somehow we have to figure out what that gray area is where we're keeping people safe, but we're still still at least back in some kind of business
0: and by the way I'm not a doctor I don't even have any honorary
1: degrees
0: (laughs) just sit here talk I mean uh, I'm just like I'm you did go
1: to Barbizon modeling school though once I did they said
0: get out of here I said
1: what they said you're 300 pounds I said well well, I can't do it you're also Uh, equipped to work in the front office of a dentist office right (laughs) yeah with
0: with my pearly whites so I was thinking to myself um I'm not a doctor, but I'll tell you something. It appears to me that many of these precautions, regulations, or mandates, quite frankly, uh, are being tossed at people by some media, Mm -hmm. by some governments, state, municipal, federal sometimes. okay, whatever. And uh, then you have, of course, uh, the private sector. Some of these rules to combat the virus, which is a biological disease, I get it, It, it's it is killing some people very tragically. What about the health and the well-being, the welfare of those who are mentally unwell or emotionally unwell, like a- – like me. No, I'm really You didn't serious. have to search so uh,
1: far uh, for, uh, ser- for an answer. But
0: seriously, I mean... Well, that's of-
1: where telehealth... Actually, okay, so there's going to be some good stuff that has come from this and one of the best things is that the Trump administration has pulled all of the regulations and the red tape on telehealth and telemedicine, which means, Brian, that if you are in a moment... Uh, if you're in a place where there's a shelter-in-place law or like we have here in California, Safer at Home or whatever it might be, you can actually call your doctor, you can call your therapist and you can actually do online sessions. They'll still be able to charge the insurance company that's the red tape that's been cut so the doctors are going to get compensated Mm -hmm. as an in-office visit when you're actually having that visit on the phone and that's pretty cool A
0: copay for a phone call? Yeah, that is no. But
1: if you have an Hmm. hour long session with a therapist or someone to help you through uh, the stress and anxiety, AT
0: and T, we're we're here for you. Better
1: than having you go into an office and you can do it from your living room.
0: And I told you about the time I went to see my psychiatrist and I got dumped.
1: Well, yeah, you went to their home. No, I did not. not I went telehealth. That's outrageous. No (laughs) fake news.
0: The man was treating me for obsessive compulsive disorder and a litany of other things that that you you, curl your hair.
1: And then he dumped you.
0: He said I wasn't taking my therapy seriously. I can't imagine. But he couldn't do it himself.
1: I say that to you about this program sometimes.
0: I showed up. At the, I checked in, and I, I'm waiting too long. And I'm going, what's going on? The doctor never – he knows I'm nuts. He's he gonna was come. having
1: a panic attack. He couldn't see you. <laughs> <laughs> he had to be talked off the ledge by his medical assistant.
0: <laughs> so Robert is oh. the assistant. Robert's um, – I'm going to say this. Robert doesn't really walk through the office. He sort of hydroplanes across. Ah. It. Oh, yeah. Door opens. Sashay's
1: on over to you.
0: I'm thinking I'm going to hear, Mr. Whitman, your 3 o'clock appointment. And I hear, Mr. Whitman. I go, yes. Hi, Robert. I've been going forever. Yeah. I'm still sick. I go there and he says, "Uh, Brian, uh, the doctor will no longer see you. He believes you're not taking your therapy seriously. And I said this, what? (laughs) He said, uh, well, I said, wait, hold on. Stop. Robert, please. He, he, he's not going to see me. I mean, I've been coming here for years. And then I get this. Now, Brian, with any breakup of a relationship, there's going to be anger. I said, okay. I'll, and then uh, you, you would be proud of me. I said, Robert, not now with the Psycho babble." No. You know, you're screwed up to that. I'm, <laughs> at I'm at it. I turned around. then you got The out. last thing they saw was, you know, back Can of I my tell you bald head walking down. You're better off. Oh, that's not true. Do you want
1: to know why you're better off? What? Better well, no. You definitely need therapy. I'm saying that you should find it from someone else.
0: No, he's a nice man. I
1: like no. I miss here's the why doctor, you're here's actually. why you're better off. He was
0: my bookie. Can
1: as well. I? T- oh, jeez. You know why you're better off? Aside from the fact that he was also your bookie. He was
0: not. It's a joke.
1: Is that any doctor who is a psychologist? Well, he was a psychiatrist. He I, was okay. I, I was so real- he's a psychiatrist. I am crazy. And he sent his assistant out to break up with you. If a psychiatrist <laughs> cannot get it together to come out and face you and break up with you, I'm telling you, you don't need that doctor.
0: All right. It's the Brian and Jen podcast. out of here. Go to Apple Podcasts and check it out. Subscribe. If you love the show, write that and overstate it. Be like Trump. I love the Brian and Jen podcast because it's like the greatest podcast I've ever had. That's what we want. It's sort of like everything that could possibly be good happens on the show. It's great. Now, if you don't like the show, particularly me, which we get – Do your
1: impression of a mute.
0: Don't do the laundry (laughs) or something. Be a mime. Social distance (laughs) for yourself from the computer. And yes, we know. We brought you – tried to bring – we had a few laughs today because it's important. And we hope that your mental health is well and we hope you're doing well in these days of very – unprecedented changes to our daily lives. Of the
1: unknown. Be safe.
0: Be safe. Love you. Love you. Thank you for joining us on the Brian and Jen Podcast.